This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, where we say it's not taboo if it's on Naboo. I'm your co-host, Alice Vaughn, and with me, I have my gorgeous co-host, as always, Yvette Dontremont. Yvette, how are you doing today? I want to know, what are we doing in Naboo? Is it, are we holding you, Annie, like they did on Naboo? Is it, is it a dry line reading followed by talking about how sand is coarse? I'm, I'm down with, I'm down with some prequel madness. I'm, I'm referencing stuff that it looks like it's going over your head right now. I wish we were on Naboo. <laughs> Could you hold me, Annie, like you did on Naboo? <laughs> uh, as long as you have the high ground. <laughs> My oh, God. Ah, oh, geez. So we're we're reviewing the reason that we're getting into some Star Wars-y stuff is that we are reviewing Space Nuts this week. And we have some guests, as you can tell. Other, it's One of us did not magically get the ability to get a much lower voice yet. Um, <laughs> but we have, uh, Alice, we have some wonderful guests. Would you like to introduce our guests this week? We do. We have Matt and Mattingly from... Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. What's up? We were just on their podcast not that long ago, and I've been friends with Maddie D for a while, and I, it's we're just we're so happy to have them on. We had so much fun on their show. Uh, we go back and, to your visits to the BDSM convention. <laughs> yeah, it's back when you were you were doing the D, right? Yeah. Or was it the S? Uh, both. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, Noah, but once once upon a time when I was a noob to the West Coast and had, had I had no friends, Maddie was one of my first humans that I knew out here. And he was he was one of my friends. Anyways, so we're happy to have them on. This is our first foursome with two guys. All right. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Privileged. There's one for each of us. Privileged. Oh. Oh, I'm, I'm probably going to let you down. I'm just going to let you know ahead of time. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's, I, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm married. I like knowing what to expect going in. <laughs> I thought I would love this, but now I'm in the room. I'm intimidated. <laughs> hey, Matt. Yes. I'm going to dress up as Bubba Fett and I want you to be the gaping Sarlacc and I'm going to be your feeder. <laughs> oh, I'm back in. She's, <laughs> I'm in. She's, You're right. You she see? speaks nerd. <laughs> oh, well, Paul's the big nerd. It should, you should know the dynamic is Paul is the big Star Wars and Star Trek nerd. He oh. worked at Star Trek The Experience here in Las Vegas for 10 years. Mm-hmm. He was a Borg. I, <laughs> oh, I was a, I was oh, a fucking will Klingon. Will you assimilate he's given, me? He's, he's such an asshole. <laughs> Sorry, is he was a Klingon. futile? Uh, it is. I did help. I shouldn't have made a mistake because I know the difference between those two things. That's, that's, and that's where his, his Trek lo- <laughs> knowledge ends. Uh yeah, uh, I did open the uh, 4D experience. I was there for the opening of the the beginning of the whole thing. So much D. Yeah. Oh, it's, it, it, did you guys ever get a chance to go to the experience? No. no I, there was one on the Intrepid in New York City I went to a few years ago, and mm-hmm. it was really fun. But it mostly focused on uh, the original Star Trek sure. with Kirk. Yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Next Gen. Yeah. So, the, yeah. the original ride and a lot of the vibe in the place was Next Gen style. The restaurant was all themed after DS9. Nice. Uh, it was pretty cool. Very cool. I mean, if I could have Picard now. Oh, I mean, God. Picard yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Right? Right. He yeah. still got it. He's uh, still got it. Patrick Stewart, yeah, it's, if you're listening. It's if you listen to our tiny little porncast first, what are you doing with your time? <laughs> like you're best friends with Ian McKellen. You have better things to do with your time. Mm-hmm. But other than that, will you guys please come on our show? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's all that's all I want. I just if oh, if we could get them for our next foursome. That'd, that'd be, be amazing. That's on you're on the already fantasizing about your next foursome? You haven't even completed this one? I'm offended. <laughs> Look, you know what gets me off during this foursome? Thoughts of the next one. Oh, you know what okay. also gets off people using thoughts? Masturbating using the force. 
Oh, I'm yeah. Just, and you know what gets mm. us off using the force? Watching a Star Wars porn parody, which is exactly what we did this week. And I would say it was better than the sequels. <laughs> the I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm throwing this down, J.J. Abrams. This yeah. was better than, I would yeah. say, at the very least, the very last movie. I, I've already yeah. blocked its name out of my mind. I still have not seen Rise of Skywalker. Same. Really? Yeah. That's how bad the buzz is. Yeah. And that's how little I care. It's heartbreaking. I've given my my thoughts on it before on the podcast, but the, my brief thought is somewhere in that movie is an okay movie. If you carve out the six other movies that J.J. Abrams crammed in to try to undo what happened uh, in the Last Jedi, because he was like, he was like, no, 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 we're gonna we're gonna undo Ryan Johnson's work. Which I look, this is controversial. This is this is like the pineapple on pizza of opinions yep. on Star Wars movies. I really liked the Last Jedi. I thought that it gave this the entire universe the kick in the pants it needed to. To do something new and there, and then then JJ Abrams came back. He's like, nah, yeah. lens flares all over the place. Yeah, That's all we it's need. a bummer because there was there were a lot of great ideas in that last film. Yeah. And a lot of stuff that could have been expounded upon. But and, I don't want to oh, I don't want to yeah, right. wake me up when you're done talking about this. <laughs> Anywho. So, I will I will do I will put but, one I will put one thought forward from that film. Yes. It did up it it did leave me with the distinct feeling that the rebellion was nothing but a suicide cult. Yeah, the rebellion it's funny because I I saw this argument a while ago that the rebellion is a bunch of like it's a religious cult that's up yeah. against this, you know, well-ordered uh group that at one point at least had a senate and it's like hmm, never thought of it that way. Yeah, it's a little it's just, it was a little gross at, at certain points. The beginning of that movie he left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. When you phrase it that way, can you really blame people for being part of the empire? Not at all. <laughs> That's why I have a car decorated with stormtroopers. Oh, God. <laughs> this is true. And his license plate is a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Wait, really? Nice. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I have a decanter that's a stormtrooper. Nice. I have nothing to add to this conversation. So we're going <laughs> to we're gonna, we're gonna move on to, to, to Space, space Nuts. nuts. To space NBA nuts. All-Star Weekend. So we <laughs> I enjoyed this one a lot. This is the first thing I've seen with Ms. Stormy Daniels in it. And right? I would watch her with her clothes on. I was surprised. Yeah. First off, this is it was 2003 this movie came out in. Right? And it had a very 2003 makeup. Yeah. And it had a huge budget. Yes. Reportedly yeah. $200,000. Wow. And you could tell because they definitely invested money into special effects. And some, not all of the effects, uh, being on the level, I would say, of mainstream studio productions. Well, at least made for TV. They invested money in, like, graphics and 3D image yeah. uh, interaction, stuff like that, which I was very surprised at because I don't, I wasn't expecting that from a porn. With it became some beautiful flaws. Like, hey, guys, yeah. we spent all this money on the set. Please don't move at all. If we're going to talk, do not move your legs. We must stay stationary every time we were talking. Yeah. We cannot move our legs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so true. Well, that's what happens when you have a limited set. Yeah. Yeah. There was, some of the effects were on the level of a uh, early Babylon 5 season. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, accurate, accurate. The costumes, though. Those costumes were special tragic. It's that whole, let's go to the Ren Faire and be from the future shit. That's what, that, <laughs> yes. that's what it felt like to me. It's like, hey, I'm going to go to the Ren Faire and I'm going to dress like an old surf, but I'm going to secretly store my tricorder in my pocket and be like, I'm actually here on a reconnaissance mission, oh infiltrating God. your ancient society and finding out what you're all about. You know, the standard Renaissance play. It's very Star Trek to the dumb planet, is what you're saying. Yeah. I would say, I mean, 
the evil overlord, I mean, he could be a descendant of a Ferengi. Yes, he did. Yeah. He did have some Ferengi kind of attributes. He did kind of have balls on his chin. That he did. Too. I don't think that was an accident. No. no. I think that was that was porn being funny. And I think I they probably <laughs> didn't go for the full penis nose because nothing but trouble had been fairly recent and <laughs> Dan Aykroyd cornered the market on penis nose makeup. Oh, I just think what's fascinating is like back in the day before the internet was high speed internet was totally accessible. Getting a three-hour DVD was a feature. You know, like it was like, oh, oh yeah. good. I have a lot of porn stars in this and a lot of porn. I have three hours on this DVD. Whereas now the parodies are much shorter. Very so to yeah, like, they're like half an hour. Yeah, to click on it and see three hours, I was like, what the fucking fuck? <laughs> right? And then I was like, how many people are in this movie? It was like unbelievable. I'm shocked by how many people were in this movie. The last yeah. time, so uh, Yvette, this was during your hiatus, but we reviewed actually, uh, I want to say the 2012 Axel Braun Star Wars Triple X. Yeah. And it was three hours as well with two hours of plot. Yeah. The difference was they recreated Star Wars scene by scene. Yeah, like Whoa. that one sounded more like, because this was, th this seems more like somewhere in between like a Star Wars and a Space Nuts and whatever the fuck it decided to be. It had also like glass. Gladiator, 2001, yeah. A Space Odyssey, Buck Rogers, and I think Titanic? Yeah. yeah, a little bit of Titanic in there, definitely. They're like, let's just throw in anything that made us laugh and had fiction. Yeah, it's all sci-fi. Yeah, like, like, like Matt's saying, the holodeck yeah. is definitely a Star Trekian yeah. invention. Uh, yeah, so it opens up with the the space crawl, like uh, Lucas yeah. is known for. I wrote yes. the Episode entire thing down. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, unholy yeah. union. <laughs> you can't miss that layup. No. Episode sixty nine. That's just a. I mean, if you went with another number, that's all people would just be going. Sixty nine's right there. Yeah. They had to. So you wrote you wrote the whole crawl. I did write the whole crawl. Would you would would, would you like to hear? Would yeah, lay it on us. So we're gonna go scene by scene in this movie. The one thing I do want to do is: is it cool if we give the audience a quick summary of the movie? Yeah. yeah, sure. So the plot itself, it centers around Princess Hubba Hubba, so Stormy Daniels, yep. uh, who is fleeing the galaxy, well, the Clatorian system from the evil overlord who wants to marry her and control her to gain control of the Clatorian system with the help of General Warts and Dark Witch. I would say some pretty good puns there, guys. Yeah. I feel like they kept going back and forth between the Clitorian and the Clitorian system. And I'm like, good point. they did not have somebody on board for continuity. This bothered me. Well, it just depends on what side of the galaxy you're from, how you pronounce oh, it. It's okay. like Nevada, Nevada. It's like Lieutenant, Lieutenant. It's a thing that yeah, got exactly. lost in translation. And That's she's it. And she's just saying Clitorian, Clitorin, depending on who she's talking to, because she knows how to handle diplomatic relations. How did That's I not how catch, good she is. How did I not pick up on that? That's God, how good she is. Now, do you guys ever see the classic filmation cartoon, Black Star? No, no. never heard of it. Also a fantastic sci-fi. It it's proto He-Man. And uh, it was their thing before they got the, the He-Man toy connection license. John Blackstar is an uh, astronaut from the U.S. He's a Native American. He gets caught in a time warp, gets sent to a foreign crazy world. Anyway, the leader of that world, the evil leader, is called Evil Overlord. The evil overlord. He's called oh, the exact wow. same. Overlord. <laughs> yeah, he's wow. called the exact same thing. The evil overlord. So I was like, mm, I don't think Filmation got word of this because there's a clear <laughs> violation here. I feel like evil overlord. It's just it's they went with the obvious bad guy. Who it's knows? It's like Prince Charming. Yeah, yeah, it's a great catch-all. Evil overlord. It tells you exactly what he's all about. Yeah, you don't expect evil overlord that that's going to change and be the hero, no, right? No way. He's not. He's not got a face turn at the end. He's evil hey, overlord he from the jump. He has dreams. You don't know his feelings. He did have dreams. He had a lot of crazy stuff going on. He could also morph his body. 
Okay, so, and we'll talk about that because I was in like a holodeck scenario. So, okay, let's right. start from the beginning then. Uh, so, as you guys were saying that they had that a uh, scroll up with the text to give some background, just like they had in uh, Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. And we open on the princess, Princess Hubba Hubba, yeah. who is in her bedroom. And we, we her meet. Her bedroom, which she recently rented from a daily renting office facility. Yeah. Uh, that they found a way to put the desk away and put it in a bed. It was really well done. Hey, some of these places are Airbnbs. <laughs> Not in 2003. <laughs> side note. Oh, wait, 2003. Yeah, you're right. So total side note, the TV show that I filmed, it was filmed at like an Airbnb in Glendale. And so like now when people are like, you're living the dream, I'm like, yeah, I've got a TV show that we filmed it in. Airbnb in Glendale. Yep. Like, everything gets yeah. filmed at an Airbnb now. That's the dream. Like, that's, that's the that's dream. The, living the dream. Go to work at <laughs> an Airbnb in Glendale. So that's when I picture these porns being being done, like these big fantasy scenes. It's all an Airbnb in Glendale. I agree. Well, what I would love with that Airbnb is a, a dandy robot, you know, that's a C-3PO and a data knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So oh, that yes. robot, Randy Spears... Would we say that as more data or is that um, C-3PO? He was, if Ask Jeeves came to life. Yeah, he's right in the uh, middle there. I'll give him that. Because he's a different color. C-3PO wasn't silver, head to toe. Mm-hmm. He also has that freaky plasticine hair and sort of plastic outfit. Right. How did they do that to the face and, uh, and hair? It's a, well, you guys ever watch Lazy Town? No. The kids show? He looks like Randy Rotten. Wait, yes. I know what you're talking about. Holy shit, I know the reference. Uh, sorry, Robbie Rotten. Yeah, he looks like yes. Robbie Rotten. All those all those human characters have sort of that plasticine vibe. He looks like uh, Robbie Rotten, sort of. But there's also... I want to know how they do the hair. An even more exact replica is this stand-up character from the early 2000s who starred on a lot of British stuff who was called Mr. Zed. That was his name, Mr. Zed, Mr. Zero. And I know the he, name. Yeah, look up Mr. Zed, and you will see a guy doing stand-up as a robot who looks exactly like Randy Spears does in this movie. Oh, my. Same kind of plastic clothes, plastic hair, supposed to be a robot. Pretty amazing. I just did a quick Google search, and yes, and very creepy. I can't, wow, I won't masturbate to that ever. No. Um, <laughs> Again. Oh. Again. <laughs> Lazy Town is a whole bucket of worms. But uh, yeah, Mr. Zed looks exactly like Randy Spears in this movie. Ooh. And by the way, Randy Spears, in my opinion, stole the show. Absolutely, he did. Right? Absolutely, he got best he did. supporting actor for this. Oh. Did he, he fucking deserved it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He crushed it. He by was the way, funny. at the 21st AVNs, this actually was nominated for 13 nominations and took home six awards. It took home wow. the most awards. Good. Um, and Evan Stone is the romantic lead, but we'll get to him later. But Evan he, Stone. He's, but he's just, really good uh, in it. Oh, Evan Stone's he's great. He's good at everything. Like we, we met, So we met him at, uh, at the AVNs this year, and he's our new best friend. We love That's him. That's great. I'm exaggerating slightly, but no, it's he was he was just so delightful when we met him. So like we're 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 hoping to get him on the show, and it's he's one of the people that we met and like you've seen so much of his work, and we like, get it. You want other guests besides us? Jesus. <laughs> no, I mean get you're us. a little intimidated when you meet someone that you've seen a ton of their work, and like Alice and I are looking at each other like, what do we what do we? Say? So I just walked up to him. I'm like I'm like I loved your work in the Simpsons parody. You looked great with a yellow penis, and we're best friends now. There you go. Out. Oh, good. It's a good one. No, no, they're more artistic work. That's the key. Compliment the yellow like peers. everyone knows my junk by heart. But do you know my <laughs> right? Do you know my body of work. You know my yellow period. 
Right. If you oh, can't dear. love me at my yellow dick, can you love me at all? Yeah. <laughs> if you can't love me, if my dick has experienced, uh, looks like it has jaundice or gangrene. <laughs> Does it really matter? How many yeah. different colors of aliens have we seen in Bang Now? This it was blue. This movie too. Blue in this one, yeah, oh, yeah, man. probably a lot. I bet he. I think he's done green Cut like an Orion in a Trek parody too. I think he has. I'm pretty sure he was he was Kirk in a in a Trek parody. And also, that has to be like a difficult thing. That has oh, to be yeah. a difficult thing in the porn world. That makeup, the makeup stuff. Yeah, to do full body uh, it, it color makeup. Me out. That not, makeup is designed to stay on through fucking. Like yeah, yeah, but not and also not run. Like his crotch isn't all covered in blue when no. he's done shooting. Do you know oh, what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that was the only thing I kept looking for. Like, where's the blue parts in this? No, it doesn't come off on him. No, the crazy so part from the Simpsons parody was watching a yellow dick and having seeing it barely come off at all. Like there was a little bit of yellow paint on on the girl's tongue afterwards, but like mm-hmm. other than that, it just it stayed on. Like amazing. I just I'm terrified for how hard that was to get off at after filming. So I'm like, yeah. these people are heroes. They're ruining my childhood and making my adulthood way better. So right at the top. Uh, Randy Spears, the robot, is sent away while Stormy makes out with her little uh, cabin boy sailor. Yeah. And then he finds this strange toaster-like contraption and hits on it. Jeeves keeps hitting on every random contraption, every toaster, every cell phone. He wants to fuck all electronics. Yeah, don't leave your lamp sitting around for too long near Jeeves. He's going to turn it into a woman. (laughs) Yeah, so I I was worried he was... having a bit of a non-consensual thing here but by the end <laughs> you know they all looked like they had a great time i yeah. don't i don't know what the no sign is from whatever that either. gizmo was at but the end they're both, they're both smoking cigarettes right? yeah so i was like well i guess that's a mutual happiness then i'm actually fairly certain i once read about a guy sticking his dick in a toaster oven i think it was the guy from australia not florida this time shockingly uh I think there's no shortage of men sticking dicks in appro- inappropriate well, it's things. It's the classic uh, pen dropping his cock yeah, in the hair dryer. dryer. Yeah. <laughs> the hair dryer also smoked cigarettes after that. <laughs> no, it was good for the hair dryer. Why is that good for you? <laughs> oh, man. Hilarious. The toaster was 17, but did say that they were fine with all of it, even as an adult. <laughs> it was New Hampshire. It was fine. Still under warranty. <laughs> Hashtag so New then, Hampshire legal. He knows which quadrants of space it's legal in. Yeah. yeah. Hubba you know, it's all 27 quadrants of space. It's legal to drive that one in. Uh, uh, we, also, we watched Truman Daniels fuck, and I was like, oh, my God. All I could think of was Donald Trump has fucked this person. Oh, oh, God. oh I, don't I could, think I, of nah. that. I put that, that out that of my brain. That vagina is a champion vagina. That is a oh. legend of a vagina. That woman is amazing. Think of all the better things that woman has done with that vagina than Donald Trump. Uh, yeah, anything, anything, <laughs> anything you list. I'm waiting for that vagina to cure cancer. Finally, that exactly. <laughs> so postcoitus, uh, which by the way, there are ten sex scenes in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Side note: I thought there was a really good balance of sex scenes and plot. Like, went along at a pretty good pace. Yeah, Paul, you don't sound enthused. He's nah, like, oh, yeah, mm, yeah, I guess. I fast forwarded every sex scene. Uh-huh. Same, but I the thing was, <laughs> I think nine out of ten. Ended with 
a shot to the mouth on the ladies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nine yeah. out of ten. It was 2003. Oh, also, if you fast forward, I'll tell you, the directors loved Reverse Cowgirl. And the the uh, muscular <laughs> hamstrings of every person who worked on this film should be admired. Like, was, <laughs> they must have, like... They had some very nice quads. Yeah, too. yeah. Just, they must have been like, yeah, I know you can fuck, but will you? can you do like 20 squats in a row? Yeah. Because you're going to need it for these fucking scenes. 2003 was like, it was like the pre-ass era. Yeah. The it was, was so burpees. strange. There was a lot of just all the girls have to do the reverse cowgirl pogo stick on every guy. And a continued continue joke was these two numbskulls showing up and joking about ATM. ass to mouth. Yeah. yeah. Every, must like, have been the directors and like, writers. It happened like three times. And it happened each- like, and by the third time, I was laughing. Oh, you got They got you. They got me. Like, <laughs> and it's funny because, like, I don't know what about that was supposed to be funny. Yeah, and, no, like, not, but at the same funny. time. But it was funny somehow. It was funny by the third time, well, yeah. This was also pre-ATM. This was pre-like, you know, millennials eating ass. No, yeah. no, but it was uh, uh, it was in a movie, uh, Jennifer Connelly, big Oscar-winning movie about uh-huh. addiction. And it's like the low point of, I'm trying to remember this movie. Oh, um, are you talking? Is Jared Leto in it? I think so. And there's a lot of drugs. Yes, it's a big a drug movie. Requiem yeah. for a dream. Yeah, yeah. That movie gave me nightmares. <laughs> I felt like it was in that vein of them being like, "Yeah, we're gonna be the guys yelling that." Because after that movie, that was like the sarcastic thing that came out. You could just yell. All the comedy guys, you could just say "Requiem for a Dream" and someone would just yell "Ass to Ass" in a yeah. room. Oh yeah. my god! <laughs> Actually, true wow. story. Of, uh, night before my wedding, at the uh, the uh, dinner, whatever it's called, rehearsal dinner. And Linda goes like, oh, have you met my said Steve before? And, and she goes, no. And I just wrote down ass, ass on a napkin, folded it, handed it to her. And I go, uh, say Requiem for a Dream to him. And she goes, okay. <laughs> Steve, Requiem for a Dream. And he goes, ass to ass. I go, open the napkin. <laughs> it's an ass to- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Perfect. <laughs> so I perfect. felt like those guys were like my buddy Steve, and they just oh were like they've they they been yelling it all week. They were absolutely and they just wrote it into the film. They were absolutely of the moment. <laughs> yes, they are. They are a snapshot of they that. Couldn't hire them for 2003 the film. humor. Totally, a director yeah. just had that thought that it would be funny to throw it in there, and it, by the third, okay, yeah, by the third time, I was like, this is solid. So speaking of director. This was directed by Jonathan Morgan and some of his other pictures, because I always look up to see what else have they directed. Uh, and I have to see some of these. By the way, he, we did watch one of his other films. Which event. one? Which one? Clockwork Orgy. Oh, it's, that was nice. That was OK. It was solid. It was solid. But his other pictures include Jack the Stripper. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm a little terrified about how this one works out. Like whenever it's like the plot Is it revolves around murdering. Today? Like, I'm like, okay, how, how did I go and pull this one off? Uh, Goodwill Humping. Okay. I'm, it's not your fault, Will. <laughs> I want to know how that scene played out. Yeah, it's not your fault. How do you like it's them ball fault. sacks? It's not your fault. It's not. Somebody clipped this one to Instagram. It's not your fault. Um. She's uh, my favorite fortune nookie. Well, that's a stretch, but I'll go. Fortune Ooh. nookie. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Malcolm Triple X. Oh, my. So this is also interesting because a while ago, I've told this on our podcast, uh, Matt and Madeline's Ice Cream Social, where I was briefly commissioned to try to write a porn by a porn star. Ooh. And, what? That's uh, amazing. Yeah. And I was uh, subsequently not hired after no. I submitted my first draft. And then, uh, so looking at this, I was curious about the writing. And I think what's funny about this whole movie is they're like, okay, we're men, but we're evolving. It's 2003. Let's do this. Let's do a better job. 
We won't write the women as bimbos, but every human woman will just <laughs> hate and condescend everything any man says. That way they're high status and they're being snotty. And isn't that funny that they're snotty about everything? Every female character that's a, that, that, that talks to humans is a human. Just as goes like is just over it the whole time, right? <laughs> and just condescends everything every guy says because they're like, we're not bimbos. See, we're not bimbos. And the only way they can get there in the bimbo stuff is if it's an alien or a robot. So if a girl's playing an alien or a robot, she's allowed to be a bimbo. Uh-huh. But like not if she's a human. And You're that was right. like them being like more evolved, clearly being like, we're better than this. Hey, it's porn <laughs> right? in 2003. It's got standards. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Standards. Hilarious. Oh my god. We wanna to empower people through their gonzo porn i think it totally is it's like them being like see we wrote you no you even though you're writing we're writing strong female lead parts for you don't worry don't worry you're gonna play princess hubba hubba very <laughs> empowered on a floating balls casino yeah. and you're gonna t- overtake the evil overlord so that you can bang buzz uh star fucker it's completely evolved so yeah, but evan stone is the bimbo evan stone is the pursuit yeah he's the himbo he is he's the himbo it's, did anyone else notice, was he originally, because I feel like I maybe I missed something, was he originally just Starfucker and then turned into Buzz Starfucker partway through the movie, or was that just that I missed it? They called him Starfucker for a while, and then they just tagged Buzz on okay, as his first so, name so for I some wasn't, familiarity. Continuity no, no, no. error. At the, at the top, he wasn't Buzz Starfucker. He, he was Starfucker. and then became Buzz. Being Buzz Starfucker. I think, you know, <sighs> Toy Story was big. Well, that's another note on the writing, which is that, like, okay, it's one thing, and I've gone through this path myself. When you write a bit-level thing, like a really funny thing in the writer's room that's really fun to do, mm-hmm. and you shoot it, and the editor keeps it in, and it's just not there, right? Yeah. There's like, so many trailing bits. Every There's so many scenes yeah. that end with just a bit being beaten like a dead horse that was never good to start with that it just kept in well, and that's, for all the reasons. At the beginning, yeah. uh, they were really oh. overloading all the sci-fi references. So as soon as he goes Dark Overlord and the or Evil Overlord and the Dark Witch. Yeah. Capture the ship that Stormy is on. Hubba hubba. Yeah. And they're about to open the door to get in there and get yeah. at her. And he's got this whole How 9000 parody. Yes. With yep. his own computer yes. that he can't right. get to work, you know, it's a, so yeah. there's so there's they just you know, 2001. That one in there they shove they that could. in there. They also shove in a hologram thing. He's got a hologram ball that has a musical group, sort of like the Cantina band. Yeah. But they're playing Hava Nagila, <laughs> which is also a, a, a weird joke. Yeah. And yeah, that was yeah. So it's like he just random. It's just, yeah, it's like it's I was very like, random. So I guess it's there like, are Jews in this universe. Yeah, it's like it's they like were, so it's a little space balls. It's a little yeah. Star Wars cantina band. But it's that's a little good news for the Jews, right? Exactly. It, absolutely. Hey, as long as, as, long as the Jews are still here, into the it's future, good news for the Jews. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the tribe survives. The tribe Look, does all, survive. All I care is that there's a deli in this quadrant of the universe. All right. <laughs> Do they serve pastrami? <laughs> I need I need some matzo ball soup. It's been a little little bit of a schvick to get up here, all right? Oh, <laughs> you want Princess Hubba Hubba? Take a number. <laughs> so <laughs> She's my granddaughter, and she hasn't called me for three weeks. I feel like... Ex- mm, sorry. <laughs> um, my favorite prop they spent money on was making the doors fancy, where you had to put a thumbprint to access the, the four codes. <laughs> That's like, if it takes a thumbprint, why do you need to have the four-digit code? What what isn't programmed by the thumper that you get access to the four digit code? The future man. It's a whole different thing. <laughs> Look, it's a whole different thing. 
They have better security than my iPhone. <laughs> Two-factor authenticity. Uh, I just saw a really creepy thing online where oh. they're making masks that you can wear a la the, uh, the oh, coronavirus yeah. scare. And oh, all my that God, kind of yes. Thing, where the lower half of your face is printed on the mask so that you can keep your mask on while using phone face recognition technology. So, no. ladies, what we're saying is mm. you don't need injections anymore. When you're wearing that face mask, you could give yourself whatever lips you want. That's true. <laughs> That's true, too. That's true Finally, too. affordable. Yeah. I'm just going to take six months off from Botox and just wear one of those and be like, sorry, guys, coronavirus. Just doing That's face masks. <laughs> I'm just going to save myself a little so bit of the, cash. The Floating Balls Casino is our next uh, oh, set yes. piece. Evan Stone is Buzz Floating uh, Balls. Starfucker, owner of the Floating Balls Casino. They go into uh, the employee entrance, which is the <laughs> asshole of the Floating Balls Casino, <laughs> which was pretty funny. Uh, it sort of looks like a wiener and balls, but not exactly. Yeah, it was a I've, weird, there's a lot of weird hedging on this. Yeah. I like that they gave it something that felt like it could be a spaceship and didn't lean in too hard to it. They're like, we feel like you're smart enough to get what we're doing with this. I guess. I like to think that they hired uh, a, a guy, the only guy they could afford to do graphics was Christian. And so he just was like, <laughs> no. I'll, I'll Jesus write the words, would not but I be can't. okay with a veiny ship, okay? That could be. Can't do it. I just can't. It could be the VeggieTales guy. <laughs> he needs side know. gigs, right? Everyone no, has a side you. hustle. Everybody got a side hustle. Hey, so pirating's hurting his cut, too. He comes up upon this uh, gas mask-looking Greedo guy. We started on this whole, again, Star Wars-y kind of thing. It's supposed to be this sleazy bar that he owns. And uh, Miss Kitty is his madam of the, what is it called? Oh, the, the floating balls? Casino. Floating balls yeah. casino. So she's very much an old, uh, what's her name? Come up and see me sometime. Mae West oh, wow, wow. style. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say Heidi Fleiss, but no, I see what you're going for. Miss Kitty, but she she has like fangs. Yeah. And there's a caller Miss Kitty. So I think she was a pull from Red Dwarf, the sci-fi ah. series uh, oh. of, the, of the cat. Okay. If you're familiar with Red Dwarf. Do you guys watch Red Dwarf? No. I've watched it forever ago and only a yeah. few episodes. So the story behind the cat was he was an actual cat on the spaceship. There were a few cats on the spaceship because the spaceship gets lost in space for decades and millennia. Yeah. And Aww. over time, they evolve into humanoid cats. And by the time the other crew wake up, there's a humanoid cat alive and doing things on the ship. It's really funny. The cat is a great character. Wait. Is this Japanese animation? No, no, nope. it's a classic British uh, '90s uh, sci-fi sitcom. It's really funny. Red Dwarf is excellent stuff. What I'm just it's saying, the Brits stuff. came up with a lot of weird stuff for comedy. Like this is what happens when you're just on a, a, an island off the coast of Europe. Yeah, you, well, Red you have Dwarf. To think of new funny. They did, and 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 they did in their parody and and silliness. They came up with a lot of uh, tropes that official, real sci-fi took on as their own. Red Dwarf had the first holographic character in the Deep Space Nine, or rather a Voyager embraced that with the Doctor. And so, uh, yeah, we have Red Dwarf to thank for the creation of the Doctor on Voyager, really. Surprisingly, we didn't have any Doctor Who at all in this. Which I'm okay with. (laughs) (laughs) Doctor Who's not your your kid. Doctor Who is definitely a uh, sci-fi black hole for me. 
Also, just time it. travel is a is a bad yeah. idea. Time travel is tough. Yeah, I mean, once you introduce it, it's just the only thing you want, the only thing you can play with. So I'm glad they didn't do any time travel on this. It one. will permanently fuck up everything in the show, and it will permanently, it will just keep coming back. Yeah. yeah, it will. Your show will jump the shark. So Evil Overlord is there on the balls trying to find Princess Hubba Hubba. Yeah. Evan Stone is putting on his best poker face to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't What's have her a princess. Hid- I don't have her hidden What's on a, my ship. What's a hubba? What's well, a hubba? So what happened is Princess Hubba Hubba and Jeeves, they escaped using an escape pod, land on the casi- floating casino, uh, the floating balls casino. I'll get it eventually. <laughs> I know. It's confusing. <laughs> and... By the way, they're working on the ship, so he assigns Jeeves to be a pleasure droid. We can't overlook that fact. You're right. And Princess Hubba Hubba to serve drinks and among other pleasurable things. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I was kind of, I don't know, taken aback that Jeeves would be a pleasure droid. I don't know. Maybe it just, it didn't seem in character to me. Well, it's a, and then that was actually a, totally a pull from Next Generation where Data, the classic episode where Data and Yar get together. Oh, yeah. And so, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, my goodness. Well, spoiler on this near 30-year-old episode. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, at this point. No, but but Data has that classic line where he says, I am programmed in all sorts of uh, different pleasure and all this kind of yeah. stuff. So he can actually get it on if he needs to. And is that sort of a, a parallel between those two bits there. Mm-hmm. I stand corrected. Okay. Oh, it's all good. But then... Uh, Data has human functioning. Data has... He is fully functional. Exactly. That's what he's... I am fully functional. Then mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it'd been a minute since we'd had some scenes going on. So, yeah, we had to have yeah, uh, Jeeves, Jeeves get his uh, business going. And then, of course, Evan Stone. What captain doesn't get it on with his crew? Right. So he has... Although, let's Ohora. talk about... Ohora, Him the blue and Ohora, because yeah. that's played by Jessica Drake, who's totally blue. But the way Jessica Drake or Ohora is throwing herself at, you know, Buzz, mm-hmm. um, he's he's not into it. No, no. I mean, no. that was a total, you know, him too situation. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, very much so. Right. Well, he didn't want a bunch of blue on his wiener. That's basically what it I, came down to. And I get it. You empathize with that notion. You Completely. don't want blue on your wiener. No way. Uh, and that's the thing. This, this whole scene, I just was like, all I was watching was like, how is there not blue getting on Evan's phone? <laughs> is it a powder thing? Or what's it? Is it a latex? Is it a constantly repowdering? I mean, I get like, I, whenever I've shot commercials, they have to stop all the time to put powder on my on my sweaty brow. You can only imagine. I have the shiniest forehead in all of in all the West. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, ah, it must have taken eight days to shoot this scene with the horror. Right. All blue. All I could think of, it flashed me back to the Avatar porn parody. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Oh, my have God. Have you seen that one? Now I need to see that. Oh, yeah. that's We haven't seen it yet, but our uh, friend and writer, Allison McKnight, <gasps> wrote, uh, actually yes. just helped ghostwrite yes. the script for that one. Got it. Got it. Nice. My only notes from this sex scene was, I'm just saying the paint job stayed on a little better for The Simpsons. So, yikes. yeah. Well, I'm sure, you know, <laughs> technology keeps advancing with that. True. Very true. Can't learn without some some splatter, I suppose. Oh, it's and and of course, classic. The end of this, he says, "Oh, princess, Buzz, were you thinking of that other girl? Princess, it's a common term of endearment, like sweetheart or my little fuck monkey." Oh, <laughs> who says romance is dead? Mm-hmm. Not in outer space, it's not. No. By the way, got to be a lot of better names for the floating balls casino. I feel like they could have done better on that. Like there had to like. But could there have been some sort of anything for, like, any playoff on the Star Wars Cantina or the Millennium Falcon that could have well, been 
sexual. Big naboobs. The naboobs. It could have been like like chips and ass. Well, even just go with if it's a gambling thing, go with uh, the hitting the nuts casino. Oh yeah, right. You or use your instead of the win, it could be the in. <laughs> oh, actually. Mm. Just the, no, the in. I was just I was just thinking about um, the huts from Star Wars. Uh, yeah. The Huts definitely had a porno empire in Star Wars, right? Yeah. Oh my god! And it would be called Pornhut. Mm-hmm. dot com. Pornhut, oh, yeah. yep. The porn. And hut. as I'm saying that, Pizza Hut's lawyers have already sent out a cease oh, and yeah. desist yep. letter. Stab of the butt. Stab oh of the god. butt. Stab of the, Stab of the oh butt. God. <laughs> I'm uh. Like, now I'm just. <laughs> I'm picturing him saying that in that horrible, like, voice. I need that for my for my ringtone. <laughs> so there, the aliens. Yes, I think Uhura was Uhura was the most alien alien we'd seen so far. Yes, outside of face mask uh, Greedo. Yes, we still hadn't gotten into that full on. Overlord just looks like a fucked up old man. Yeah, he, yeah, he looks. You know? like and Evan Stone looks like Fabio. Right. right. So no one, no that one is extremely hair? alien yet. Yep. But we're getting there. But o- Overlord is on the ship. And here comes the mystery dancer. It's Stormy. It's Stormy Daniels, guys. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Who does the most unsexual dance I've ever seen. Yeah. It the, was like they told her, be unsexy. Yeah. And he she loses his in. mind to it. He's like, holy shit, I've never seen anything move so sensually in all my life. So comedic or just weird? I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, was it supposed to be played for laughs? That she I wasn't think it was moving supposed dance? to be played for I laughs. I think they were playing it for laughs, and I think it was it was not the hardest hit funny in the thing. I guess. Maybe that's it. Didn't quite land. Then they go to the holodeck. Yes. Yes. And yes. here comes one of my all-time favorites out of the blue, Katie Morgan. A young Katie Morgan. A young, young pre-boob Katie job Morgan. Katie Morgan. Thank you very much, I sir. I like that a lot. I do, too. Yeah. Oh, my. And I really loved <laughs> the fact that there was a fish pond yeah. in the holodeck, yeah. and they asked if they were being coy. <laughs> oh, my God. So they did have that. Uh, they had a good pun right some in subtle there. humor they right had a there. little bit of, yeah, are you, being, are you playing coy? Ha-ha. <laughs> so then, then comes uh, Katie Morgan, and I'm like, hooray, Katie Morgan. But that was a completely disconnected just sex scene for sex scene's sake. Not, like, neither of those characters had right. anything to do with anything. Nope. No, they left. Like, this is how a holodeck works. Holodeck porn happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they came, they came, they left. Yeah. <laughs> they they, they, they came, gotta... they came, they left. As soon as that scene's over, the princess is unveiled. Literally. Yes. Her veil comes off. Evil Overlord says, Ha ha! I got you. The plan is all screwed. Evan Stone is in terrible trouble for harboring a, uh, uh, a wanted uh, princess. princess. Yeah. Overlord and the princess are going to get married. Because if he marries her, he gets the, the galaxy system. Right? Yeah, he gets the Klatoran system, and then he has dominion over, like, a ton of the galaxy. He still doesn't know how to navigate the Klatoran system, you know, even if he gets it. He it's very find hard it. for men to read that. It's <laughs> right? there's, there's some issues with the— I never <laughs> want to ask for directions. Yeah. A lot of people— uh, Just further, further proof that sex with Stormy Daniels always comes with financial implications. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not 100% convinced the Clitorian uh, galaxy even exists. Oh, conspiracy theorist. <laughs> yeah, conspiracy yeah. theorist. Look, just because yeah. you haven't found it yet. <laughs> Master Obi-Wan has lost a planet. <laughs> <laughs> lost the Clitorian he has. <laughs> what a problem. Mm. Only the younglings can find the Clitorian. All right. Uh, so then they have the, the holodeck wedding. We, it's essentially a dream sequence of a wedding because um, we find out later that Princess Hubba Hubba is asleep. Oh, you're and, right. Yeah. yeah. So when they get married, it's till, of course, death do you part or until you become very weary of her and disintegrate her, you know, like any loving marriage. There's one of those um, lot of bits in this part. There's a lot of bits in this scene. Oh, yeah. We get the ATM guys. Uh, yeah, we get they're back. Uh, <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Um, but we also get the overlord transforming himself into someone she would be more interested in. Right. Oh, and one of those people that he transforms himself into briefly is none other than the hedgehog, Ron, Ron Jeremy. Jeremy. The man. Of course. And I love that she shrieks. Yeah. She, lo- she loses <laughs> her mind. Should. He came in like a wrecking ball. Um, oh, God. That was a beautiful version of Wrecking Ball, to be fair. That was Ron Jeremy and his panties on some on a Wrecking Ball. Ooh. So is this like first post-ironic uh, uh, Ron Jeremy at this point? No. No. He's I like really showing up in so. all these now. Like right. He's already... He's like the Stan Lee of porn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is. He's the watcher. Yeah. Even after he dies, it'll still happen. He's just going to keep showing up just in porn. Just a quick cameo. <laughs> but also like that they make him so gross in this that, that, that I was like, oh, I mean, well, for sure. You know, that might have even been improvised. But, well, I think that shriek might have been legit from Stormy. She might have been like, oh, oh God, shit. not again. Great acting. I wasn't acting. Right, exactly. Acting. Yeah. More of that then. I was supposed to say, Alice and I kind of had a, not a run-in, but a, he was in the same room as us at one point in Vegas. And I think that was give or take my reaction. Like, ah, let's get out. <laughs> We're, we are clearly in the wrong room right now. This is not the room you want to be in. No. Born Goblin. However we landed here, we should be in another room. Yeah. Right? So after yeah. the wedding, we cut back to General Warts. Who breaks out a jar? Which I guess was a play on. Yeah, it was a play on genital warts, right? Must. No one got that. No one got that. No one got it. It didn't make any sense. It reads on the page. That's the hard part. Anyone who went to the anyone to the reading just got that right now. Anyone at the reading was just like (gasps) laughing and like you got to keep that genital warts. Warts. I got it. I loved it. I laughed at it. You got to keep it in. If they just called him genital warts, they should have called him genital warts. Yeah. Instead of general warts. If I'm giving you my Airbnb and 200 grand, you're keeping genital warts in the, in the, in the script. <laughs> and I wish I could keep them in the script. <laughs> I keep them in my crotch. I can't get rid of genital <laughs> warts. And they keep going. Everyone relates because everyone has genital warts. <laughs> so just like she said, she's, he's got a, a handful of pills, the Instadate pills. Yes. Now, he closely follows the instructions, which is just add water, which makes more sense than just add semen because that would ruin the need for an instant right. You don't need it. Right. Yep. Right. Unless he just happens to keep a jar of semen in the pantry. They're called irony pills. You, <laughs> you come on them and then all of a sudden hungry sex people show up immediately. And you're like, you're, you're, I'm just, I'm done. That's it. Like, I'm tired. Like if a, if a Viagra pill was activated. <laughs> Only, only <laughs> post-orgasm. Only post-orgasm. Like, oh, now I find it as hard on it. I'm going to go to bed. Instructions, ejaculate into cup. <laughs> Wait, what? 
That's the first thing? Yeah. Then take the pill? I know I have this huge boner, but I want all I want to do right now is catch up on Borscht on Amazon. <laughs> or Bosch. Damn it, I said it wrong. So, uh, you know, maybe it's Borscht too. Borscht because of the parody we were making earlier. He has a threesome with a couple of pill ladies. <laughs> Does that mean? As See, you do when in the, space, you have the, threesomes with pill ladies. The only way they can be dumb and slutty is they came from pills. See, they're not humans. So you don't have to worry about them. They can do all the filthy things, and you're not taking any power away from women because they're just pill people. They're like mm-hmm. me seeks, they're like primitive me seeks. That's it. <laughs> We have to we have to have a threesome or we continue existing. Please. Exactly. What happened to the consciousness of these pill ladies post orgasm? Well, that's what I'm wondering too is, is are they still alive? Do they melt? Is that a massive cleanup job afterwards? What happens? They just maybe desiccate? they just get absorbed into his dick and it becomes they, part of maybe oh that's God, how someone gets no. big dick energy by fucking a lot of these girls. Do they dehydrate and then accidentally just go back to powder form? And then does someone else snort that powder by accident, but then they have moisture in their nose and suddenly two women evolve out of their nose? And fuck in their head. Oh my God. Get the fuck out of my nose. Like, if they start dehydrating, do they start like shriveling or do they start falling apart? Well, they they hydrated with just a drop of water. So the littlest bit of moisture would probably keep them cooking for a while. If it was Black Mirror, you'd just actually have to murder and bury them. Right. And you're done. <laughs> That's all. It's, like, it's the price you Can you, you pay. imagine? The price These you are pay. like the yeah. anti tardigrade. They feel, they sound very, <laughs> sound like they could fall apart very easily. <laughs> Their whole ecosystem, <gasps> just, I, I'm, I'm very worried for it. And one of the girls in that scene who I didn't recognize at the time until I saw the credits was Amber Rain. Yes. Yeah. Who uh, yeah. passed away just a couple years ago. Oh. Yeah. At very early age. Uh, from pills? That'd be too ironic. <gasps> oh, God. Oh, no. No, just oh. dehydration. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Hi, we're bad people. We'll admit that. <laughs> Write to us. Info two girls on Mike. We're okay with it. We accept hate mail. <laughs> Look, she's not going to get undead because we laughed about a bad joke. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Indeed. Uh, but yet again, finishing in the mouth. Yeah. Every time. Finished in two mouths on that one. That was like, I don't know, like they must have like not, like it's, that's the data they got then. Yeah. So like, that was this just, is what's in. Well, they didn't have any, yeah, what, yeah. what are the other research points? Maybe it was just that's what they, they was like, let's give you the most intense things that we can put into sex all at once. And it's coming in the, ma- and like everything was just gonzo porn for a few years. And now yeah. like there's a lot more variety in everything. True. It's, it's a golden era for porn right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Gold. Going back to the script, uh, what ends up happening is we uh, we go back to Princess Hubba Hubba. She has two guards who come for the princess, and it turns out it's Jeeves and Buzz. They were able to escape the casino by rigging the teleporter. What what I found amusing is one of the ways to turn on the teleporter was it had a clap-on feature. It used the clapper. Yep. Is this also like the final year we're using clapper jokes? They've gone it's away. It's got to have been the last year. But as someone who's doing improv comedy in the 90s, you oh. could just do a clapper joke anytime you wanted, and it was like hysterical. Yeah. And like that was the infomercial that was on. That one, and I've fallen, I can't get up. Gold. Do they still sell the clapper? Is that still a product that's oh, available? Have, I so hope it. so. Are there Fry's Electronics stores out there? I'm sure you could buy a clapper at, at a Fry's Electronics store in California, like because they have all of the as seen on TV type things. Like there's a, yeah. a giant aisle of that type of stuff. So I'm sure I could find one. It just seems like so many other technologies have come along since then that you're like, no, I really don't need the weird loud noise thing. Well, there's so much more applause in people's homes nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't really. Uh, there isn't mine after sex. 
<laughs> oh, for my husband yeah. putting up with yeah. this. Well, mine is just, bravo. Mine is just me when I come down for breakfast. It's just like it's like it's like I'm cameoing on different strokes. Big applause. Cameo different strokes. Can you imagine if you bought a, someone a clap clap on clap off light system? But they have epilepsy and they're really into spanking. It's a problem. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like, it, it, it's a flawed system, right? Oh yeah, that's it. So like, that's why I think it has it's gone away. I haven't seen an infomercial for it in a long time. Not as much, but uh, yeah, the bit definitely played the clapper as yeah. part of the super sci-fi way to utilize the transporter. Cherry on the sci-fi Sunday, if I if I say so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing during that with those with those clapper effects and all that stuff. Yeah. There's that bit where Evil Overlord keeps having trouble turning off his monitor when he's talking to people. Oh, uh, yeah, that happened twice where it's just longest you can hear bit. the— It goes forever. the worst longest bit. It goes forever. But the thing I noticed is that these bits, and not only these bits, but a couple other bits, are punctuated by the re- record scratch sound effect. <laughs> oh, right. oh, I didn't Did catch you guys that. notice that? Oh, yeah. so it's no, a, I didn't. Yeah. It's the record scratch. And I'm like, well done. who younger than me? Yeah. We'll even know what that sound is. Yeah. Or what that means. The kids are listening to EDM DJs, I hear now. I guess. But the records are as popular as they've they've been. I suppose there is the whole uh, vinyl resurgence. But the vinyl resurgence isn't like as big. It's it's, it's weird, right? Because, yeah, with the resurgence, I don't think it comes with a great social thing of like a record's playing. We're all enjoying ourselves. The record scratches. We all stop. I don't think... That's it. But the term record scratch, meaning like, whoa, stop, might yeah. just stand up as a colloquialism. Yeah. Right? Yeah, might. But the yeah. sound itself. No. They used it a couple times in the movie. Yeah. A record scratch yeah. in a sci-fi movie. It might, they might as well finish it with like, whop, whop. Yeah, exactly. And, then like, and now done. I want to throw that onto Twitter and ask, how old are you? Do you know what a record scratch sound is? And do you know what the record, like, it's, what yeah, is what that? Is it, what does that indicate to I'm you? I'm curious I how I would, like, how I would get polling data on that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this would play out almost better if you just took a bunch of uh, Gen Z kids and you just had them listen to a record scratch and ask, what is this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like giving them a picture of a floppy disk and asking them what it is. They're going to oh, say yeah. it's yeah. a save symbol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, my kid, because I want to bring them up in this podcast. Uh, uh, my kid <laughs> asked, he goes, Dad, if we go into the attic or the basement, is there a phone on the wall? Which I thought was like a strange leap of logic that somehow the attic or the basement like took us is back where the in phones time. Are. Yeah, yeah. That, like, that, like, still that. He's fascinated by old technology and old phones. But the fact he knew about a phone on the wall, we didn't, I didn't talk about this. He just knew about That's it. That's yeah. funny. It's really strange. It's interesting that why the attic and the basement? Was there like old stuff in there when you moved into the place or? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Or just maybe you got the concept from someone else. Someone else's. Uh... Kids are funny. Kids are weird. No. I told him he was weird and sent him to his room. <laughs> <laughs> Great parenting. Did you guys ever have rotary phones? I did have rotary phones. Yes, way back in the day. I had one until I was 12. And what? it's I, Yeah, until I was 12. I had, and, you know, you just, you hated people who you had, who had zeros. Their zeros numbers. and nines. If you had zeros and zeros nines and in your phone number. The last four digits of mine were 3030. Oh, yeah. Oh, my forever. last digits of my kid, my phone number as a kid was 6999, oh. which is just oh. torture. Oh, You're man. just going to break knuckles. I'm just on saying, a guys. Phone. You spoiled children with your iPhones and you're never having to dial T9. Never hearing a record scratch. Well, so I'll take my kids and be like, hey, and let's catch up. And I break and not their fingers. not knowing what record scratching is. Mm. Yeah. But I'm from Jersey. Oh. We're supposed to do that. So <laughs> they go, they they attempt the rescue. They yes. almost get it. Yeah. No but dice. But they're captured. They're captured. Of course. 
and then again, just again. like you were talking about, Matt, how uh, the evil witch, yeah, she and Evan Stone have history. Yeah, she and, and Fucker have history. Of course. Once again, she's pursuing him. Exactly. Like, I'm getting you, buddy. And she bones on him with the promise of freedom, yeah. and then says, "Fuck you, I lied. Yeah. I just wanted you for your body. Yeah. You're the bimbo." Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's pretty cool. This is a pretty progressive film for 2003. It was. Yeah. <laughs> they've got it was. they've got themselves a himbo. It's I like it. Yeah. And then it's time for the arena of doom. I thought it was the pit of death. The pit of death. Monstro in the pit of death. Are you not entertained? And this here is comes, such a gladiator scene. It was totally oh absolutely parody on gladiator. And oh, yeah. Monstro, this hideous alien beast, looks pretty cool. Right? They like did they a, did not spare on costuming no. with Monstro. Uh, have this any of well you done. played the Resident Evil games? No, I thought this was a play on Alien. Well, I mean, I think it was intended to be that somewhat, but he very much looked like Nemesis, the Nemesis creature from the Resident Evil series. He had a very, that kind of vibe as far as his appearance. But I think that's partly a, a, an effect of just the, the, the money they had. It's pretty humanoid in, in, in his appearance. But yeah, really reminded me of a good-looking Nemesis-style yeah. monster creature. Yeah. Out it comes. And it's chasing Buzz and well, the scene Jeeves. Is, the scene is yeah. so weird and out of place that even the Dark Overlord is, like, out of it. Like, the scene's not ending. He's like, let's get out of here. <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm with him. It's a really weird scene. I don't know why it's in here. Let's all get out of here. It's it's very uh, campy style, like chasing or like I, everything in the movie's campy, but still, it's like we're faking a chase. It's yeah, the you whole know what the scene was it. missing. Mm, the the wacky sax. sax, Benny Hill. That's exactly what we needed. Basically, yeah. That's if they had needed. only thrown in the Benny Hill music, oh, that would have made it. It would have been great. I would have gone off to that. It is uh, Evan Stone and Randy Spears totally clowning. Yeah, and like yeah. she's saying, Jeeves goes and stops at the electronic door. Yes. And has to sweet talk the door. Yeah. And I love that he like he he's like fingering the thing to get out. I'm yeah, like, he has oh, to he has to hand fuck the door. When you were on a, on a, a heist team, you know what your job is, and he had to hand fuck the door. And we're all in agreement. This is the most erotic <laughs> scene of the movie, right? Absolutely, I was the right. hottest hands five down. minutes. This is of where the I was scene. like, Jeeves. I'm not going to stroke hands it down, hands Jeeves up, hands up. in. Oh. Professional oh. podcast. I'm not going to actually stroke it to this. No. And then also no, that like, lock seed came up, and oh, I was like, Jesus. I use a vibrator. Start up. <laughs> I, use a, oh I use a full-star vibrator, full disclosure. <laughs> Gas power. Gas power, yeah. Ooh. I okay. have to have a very well-ventilated room. It's so hard to masturbate in a well-ventilated room. You guys wouldn't think about it that way, but it really is. Yeah, it is. It it's, is. It's, yeah. Find a well-ventilated room and find a private room. Because if you're doing it right, you're sweating. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the, the breeze blows on the sweat, and you're really, it's, it really takes you out of it. <laughs> They're podcasts, just to remind you at home. <laughs> It's called the Ice Cream Social. That's right. With Matt and Mattingly. <laughs> and we talk like this all the time. All the time. <laughs> they amuse us highly. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <gasps> I'm dying. So let's see. Uh, Gas-powered vibrator. It, it, we're close to the end. We are. So uh, they almost saved the princess. They're interrupted by the overlord. Jesus spots the alien. And uh, they're able to escape because of that. Or it's not uh, Monstro. They spot Monstro. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is very reminiscent of, I think, J.J. Abrams stole this for... <laughs> right? Uh, for, uh, he watched this porn specifically. Yep. Yeah. For, uh, was likely. it Force Awakens when um, 
Han is running away from those pirates and he lets those crazy circle monsters right? come out and get them. It's very much that that kind of vibe where yes. oh here comes the the crazy critter and it gets the, the evil overlord. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So pretty funny. I'll take it. And then we have to see Jeeves yet again hit on and seduce another piece of equipment. Right. Yeah. I love this runner though. And it's great because and he I, even explains and it. And I revved it up again. Like he explains it. Just do it. Yeah, he's like, he's like, you can't just get them, Buzz. You got to let them think you're there for more than just the, the, the data. What that I like, what he says. You got to let, oh, them, yes. let them believe you want them for more than just their data. <laughs> I love it. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not here just for your data, baby. I love you as a robot. They also oh. did this thing where they, is this, have they already uh, clubbed someone and stolen their uniforms yet or no? I think it's in that sequence. It's in that sequence. So what I love about this, and like it's as old as Wizard of Oz as well, that trope of like we got to cut to post-fight, oh, I'm wearing their clothes. Mm -hmm. But what I like about it is always like, shh. And like of all the things that you never have to explain, it's always like, shh, I got an idea kind of thing. How hard is it to be like, let's knock them out and wear their clothes, you know? But it's always like, it's it's too complicated. Just trust me on this. It's not that hard to say it. It's not that hard to wrap my head around it. They're our size. Great. Perfect. I, I like this plan. <laughs> You're not a mastermind. Yeah. I see it. You see it. Just tell me. Let's go. <laughs> I've always take a- wondered, are those uniforms one size fits all? Gotta be. Have to be. Right? One size fits robot. Yeah. All those shoulder pads are actually provided by the Raiders. Lots of elasticity. I in thought them. there was old uh, designing women leftover stuff. <laughs> just right out of the pads. Of, pads oh of old blazers. <laughs> Some, just J.C. Penny's like, thank God you called. <laughs> Meshach Taylor's like, look, guys, I'm running a side business. I'm selling these old <laughs> shoulder pads to sci-fi shows. <laughs> oh, my God. And the helmets are just pieces of shoulder pad they put over the helmet. Exactly. There's, like, no mass to it. It's just a floppy piece of the same material just over their face. Oh, that fucking, those helmets. Yeah, the helmets what? are just nothing. There's tape. It's just motorcycle time with the with the shoulder pads taped to the brim yeah. of it, like yeah, like as if you're making another weird. Uh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the customer's like, we've honestly we've run out of it. We've spent every penny of the two hundred grand. We've spent every penny, and we still have six scenes to shoot. And the best boy's like, I've got some gaff. <laughs> we purchased way too many shoulder pads. We went over budget with yeah. the shoulder pads. I've got pads. some gaff tape. Yeah. Let's just t- gaff tape these shoulder pads together and see what we can make. We're gonna use eight less soldiers. That saves us shoulder pads. <laughs> We're gonna use the shoulder pads to create all the costumes we need. <laughs> shoulder pads, lube, and enough popsicle sticks and glue, and we exactly. can make dildos happen. If you cut into Monstro, yeah. it's all shoulder pad. <laughs> cut into Not that mask. Not even a person in there. It's a sentient no, it's shoulder pad. It's just one big shoulder pad. I like movies. <laughs> I'm in a movie now. <laughs> shoulder, shoulder pad is star. The shoulder pads developed a language. It's actually tried to say to kill it. Please kill me. I'm made of shoulder pads. <laughs> <laughs> it's what happens when shoulder pads catch Ron Jeremy. That's it. And then the water pill girls are like, think how we feel. Oh. <laughs> As they're half evaporated. Just crawling on the floor. You got fucked once. <laughs> I wonder if their dis- dissolution looks a little bit like being snapped in in the Avengers. Like they just evaporate. Yeah, oh that's their end. It's peaceful. <laughs> end game. <laughs> oh. 
man. All right, so where, what, now we are... So then... Jeeves activates uh, the spaceship to self-destruct, and they go on to another pod uh, where... Oh, actually, before we get to the pod, uh, we're with the overlord who makes General Ward status of the captain because it's code of the sea... To go down with the, the ship. ...for the captain to go down with the ship. But it's not the sea. Right. <laughs> Sorry, maritime rules. Yeah. But we're not in the maritime situation. You you heard me. It's all the same. Yeah. Space I wanna, is that water. I want to kill you in a way that you, but not do it. I just want you to feel obligated to die. That's the way I want to murder you. You and your. You're cool you, with that? You and your fucking warning shots. <laughs> That's another horrible bit. So bad. Yeah. Can you guys explain the bit? He always tells General Wars to fire a warning shot, and he just destroys whatever he fires a warning shot at. Yeah, but when he tells him to destroy a thing, he misses. It's a warning shot. Yeah. He's not good at his job, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and guess has- what? There's a woman in the room, and she is over it. Yeah. Yeah. And he had, yeah. <laughs> the witch is like, God damn it, Schwartz. Whatever. Or, oh Schwartz. my God, just do it. And he's got a terrible lisp and he only one eye. So, of course, he's going to miss stuff. Yeah. I'm sorry, I can't hit it, Captain. Maybe I should just fire it better. This warning shot don't work. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he didn't graduate rough. at the top of his class, but he's trying. Oh. He's a general. How did he get that rank? Well, he's not a commander or admiral. It's I the mean, only thing. It's the only thing I don't believe in this. He worked really hard, guys. He Bullshit. did well on the writing portion. All oh, right. His, Alice has this guy's back. His dad's in the military. I feel like someone didn't fast forward one person's scene. It could have been nepotism. It could have been, this is a corrupt galactic empire. Who knows? Maybe he knew someone in command. That's it. Maybe he's the nephew of the overlord. We don't know. All right, totally. Alice. You, you're crushing on Swartz. Okay, we get it. We get, we get it. Yeah. I'll leave him alone. General Wartz is your favorite. I'm oh, sure boy. he has a great personality. Yeah, he's wonderful. <laughs> oh, man. You like so, genital warts so much, why don't you just marry them? Yeah. <laughs> I can't because he's self-destructed. Alice, fuck, Mary kill. General warts. <laughs> evil evil uh, overlord. Evil overlord and Starfucker. Um, you know I'm going to marry Starfucker. <laughs> oh, what? Take that, Surpre- General Wards. General Wards is so sad. Although, no, she, she's got to, well, you're going to fuck General Wards, yeah. right? I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can I can I put one of them in the holodeck? <laughs> oh, the holodeck still providing loopholes. Looking for that hydration. Always looking for that hydration. <laughs> Take two pills of coffee in the morning, <laughs> <laughs> or don't. <laughs> Look, if you take two pills, there might be grown women growing inside of you. That's it's not true. good. Don't well, take two pills. And you want it the other way around. That's right. You want to grow inside the women. Ah! <laughs> I saw the clitoris. Bullshit. It's me growing inside the person. <laughs> Find my keys now. Um, so if we don't stop evil overlord, what's going? what is this? We gotta stop the evil overlord. It's Paul with his careful notes. Oh, my notes are so shit at the end here. I have like fifteen pages of notes on this one. Yeah, the gang escapes via the spaceship. So, and we get some. Uh, I mean, the princess wants to fly the ship. Right. And this right. Is adorable. I want to fly. Can you pilot the ship in twenty-seven different galaxies and thirty-seven different heads? I'm like, mm. and she just and this is their back and forth is always. And she goes, fine. I didn't want to fly it anyway. And it's just their back and forth is so cute. They play off of each other really well. And like I said, like her 
her acting, specifically her acting uh, off of Evan Stone, was really good. And not just good for porn acting, like good. I think they had real chemistry. And the proof is in the movie because Evan Stone wears a condom in every sex scene except for the one he has with with (laughs) Stormy. Stormy has no condom on. That's real chemistry, I think. That's a, that's an earned privilege. That's, that's legitimate human chemistry. <laughs> that's actual. That's actual pH fluids of eliminating the barrier to preventing <laughs> chemistry from happening. Yes, that's, as a chemist, you're you're not wrong. Real, real. They were creating a what would you call that? A chemical soup. A chemical soup. Or a, a, new, no, a non-Newtonian solid? <laughs> no, fluid. <laughs> Non-Newtonian fluid? Oh. And no. And, and no, no, that's, that's not what they're doing. If they ha- if someone has a non-Newtonian fluid in their vagina, they need to call their gynecologist. <laughs> we need to get Jen Gunta on the phone. Ooh, oh, no, you, you got a case that's of That's a case of thresh. My brain goes immediately thresh. to ketchup as a non-Newtonian oh, fluid. So when you yeah. say that. Yeah, that's I, rough. Oh. <laughs> if you have ketchup in your vagina, why? Oh. <laughs> Email us and go to girls one mic. We want to know because you never happens. know when French fries are coming. <laughs> is this no, a family I think cookout? You know when French fries are coming fam- into your if you don't if French fries are coming into your vagina, and you don't know when. Like that's and there's no warning. Something went very wrong with your like with with your proprioception system. I'm just saying. <laughs> Welcome to my freaky dip party. <laughs> Everyone brings a dip. <laughs> Someone hold my ankles. I'm a queso. <laughs> this for the jar to show gets Just really chunky. Queso. <laughs> oh. In queso emergency, break ass. <laughs> and put ass to mouth. Ass to mouth. We're back in the show. Yes, yeah. and those guys yes. show up at the very end they to do. close out the One whole thing Rule with their recurring third yeah. bit. Third ass bit. to mouth. And oh, by yes. that time, I was laughing at those You were loving it. I was loving it. And then something I was like, something about the overlord's going to have a, a tire orgy. A tire orgy? I missed what? it. I don't know. I can't Which, remember. I don't remember going, Something weird. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Because somebody looked like the Michelin guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My notes here got really jumbled. It was three it was, hours. It was, was late. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right at the end there, I was like, what's going on? Yeah. But yeah, another another bimbo. So they have sort of the medal ceremony, like from the original Star Wars. Yeah. And Fokker gets a medal. Yeah. And this time, the robot, or, or the robot gets a medal. Yeah. And he hates it. He's like, what a bunch of bullshit. I yeah. get a medal. Great. <laughs> Why don't I get something? That was a pretty funny bit. Yeah. And then he did get a companion bot. Right. They gave him a, a, a sex again, slave. Sex slave, but the it's a robot, bot. so it can be a girl, so you don't have to write sassy dialogue for it. Exactly. Well, they didn't write any dialogue for it at exactly. all. Exactly. And I think, was there yet another scene where he, mm-hmm. oh yeah, well, he bones he, on that? He gave her a tour of his recharging closet. Oh, right. Which oh, was straight yeah. up a, a Borg regeneration alcove, mm-hmm. which, cool. Totally. I was thinking the same thing. It's definitely a board regeneration alcove. Oh, yeah. I had that in my notes. <laughs> it Obviously. was, though. It was absolutely a board. Oh, everyone who watched it just screamed that at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's a board regeneration alcove. I love this movie. Little Obviously. touches. Oh, look, it's 60 Obviously. of 9. Boing. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so there's two sex scenes to finish it off. Yeah, 
and then if you're ever wanting to see, I mean, I guess the end it was really for anyone who's ever wanted to see Han and Leia fuck. I mean, that's pretty much what it was at the very end. Yeah, definitely. true. And so many unanswered questions that I'm sure will unfold in many sequels. (laughs) Was there wasn't a sequel, I don't think. Which is a shame. They have another 200 grand. Well, I wanted to know what happened to Evil Overlord, because he's out there in his little thing with Space Witch. Didn't Monstro kill him, or didn't Monstro get him at some point? No. Uh, no. Did Monstro show up in the pod at the very oh, end? was he? I don't think so. I thought that there was, that, like, I could be wrong. That oh, should have happened. Also, there's a lot of tribal tattoos on biceps oh, for brother. people taking oh, in outer yes. space. There's definitely just a lot of weird barbed wire looking tribal symbols yeah, across the Yeah, lots of old... people that thought they were hard because they got a picture yeah. on their arm. Mm-hmm. I have a question. What is a tribal tattoo right now of the 2020s? What's uh, offensive? Oh, well, what is the what is its uh, what is the other thing that oh, people you, are getting that is like that? Yeah, what is the oh, equivalent? Yeah, yeah. Because we we went through uh, the tramp stamp phase. We went through people everybody tribal getting tribal tattoos or uh, what was it? Um, like people are still doing chains? sleeves, and I think that's in sleeves. Like, sleeves is in. Yeah. That's still in, and like nothing is nothing seems trendy at the moment. That seems like it's going to feel really dated, but you can only see what's dated when you're like at least five years out from it. Right. Yeah, like the I Japanese say, uh, symbols. The nose piercings are back in. Nose yeah. piercings right now. Yeah. Oh, are they? They came back in the '90s, but they're back now. Yeah, yeah. I see. Well, we see a lot in Vegas. I got mine pierced in 2003, had it out for like six years, and then like just decided to check it out to see if it was still open. Mine was stayed open for years. Wow, Ooh, that's in. weird. That so, feels yeah, weird. Yeah, apparently I'm uh, a mutant of some Whereas sort. Whereas I have to re-pierce my ear every time I need to, I want to wear earrings. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's God. It's horrible. Ouch. And it's only one ear. One ear. Every Ouch. fucking time. Ouch. Ouch. Clip-ons. That's the way. Oh, uh, those sound even worse. <laughs> I just have a tattoo of ATM on my ball sack. <laughs> ATM. So anyone who blows Something me reads art. it out loud, and then we go, yeah, and we both high five. <laughs> so I want to have a real bro-y high five in the middle of a blowjob. You know, if you can't have a really bro-y high five in the middle of a blowjob, you're not hanging out with the right people. It's true. It's true. So uh, I actually think I would like that. Like, feels good, right? Yeah. High five. Bang. All right. Back at it. No, we wouldn't know till we try. Bro oh five. Worth it. Worth it. Worth it. Just going to reach up next time I'm blowing the Huzz Beast and be like, hey, sweetie, give me huh? one. Just be like like this, fuck? huh? Pretty good, I just right? want to make sure. Hell it's like yeah. Up top. I'm doing a good job. Give Down me low. One. Too slow. <laughs> In the middle? (laughs) (laughs) I just want some encouragement, dear. Why can't I get a high five? (laughs) I know I've definitely done like thumbs up. Fist bumps? I've done fist bumps. Thumbs up. Thumbs up is a good one. Thumbs up up the right place. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, doctor. Oh my God. I often hold my thumb out in the middle like gladiator. I could go up, I like, could go down. <laughs> now, how do you do it, Matt? Do you go by thumb modern up, interpretation in. of thumb up meaning life? Yeah. Or what is probably the truth with thumb up meant death. They were sending him up to heaven. Thumb down meant they could live. Oh, really? I didn't know there was a what? confusion on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never want to be in an area where that's confusing. <laughs> I never want to be in a situation Historically, where Historically, it was thumbs up or nothing. So thumbs up meant death. And then nothing meant 
You're oh, fine, I guess. Yeah. Well, luckily we live in 2020 and thumbs up is good and thumbs down is bad. We're going right. to go with current day yeah. on that. Hey, instead of the thumb thing, can we just communicate, guys? <laughs> can we just Can we just say what we're feeling? But it's like, really hard when you have balls in like your mouth. You should die. <laughs> it is easier to use thumb language when you've got a mouthful. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sometimes an orifice is busy. Sometimes that's all you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. So speaking Fierce of people who have thumb times with us, we have some patrons to thank. And hey as oh. usual, somewhere hey oh. over the rainbow. <laughs> So this week, we want to thank Walter Cortazzo, Dave, Claude LeBlue, Mr. Danks, Hazel, Sonia Eau Claire, Kyle Washington, Falco Hyfing, Brad LeClerc, Rich, John S., Mike Sorbetsko, Samuel Jennings, Eris Knight, Brett, Ryan Shambly, Bethany Nicole, Elisa, Holish Ike, Chris Grafeo, and many, many others. And by the way, if you want to also watch this video of this show, just head on over to patreon.com slash two girls, one mic, or just two girls, one mic.com hit the support button and it'll take you right over to our Patreon. Uh, and you can watch the full video, by the way, uh, guys, thank you so much for coming on this show. Uh, oh, we loved where, it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Where can our listeners find you? Go to Matt and Madeline's ice cream social and any podcast app. Or if you look for Hey Scoops on social media, it's us talking to our listeners like, hey, Scoops. Um, and we have HeyScoops.com. HeyScoops.com. Uh, you can get our episodes there if you don't like podcast apps, that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, Matt and Madeline's Ice Cream Social. If you need like a bingeable thing, we have over 650 episodes mm-hmm. uh, in the bank there. 50 episodes. Yeah, we put out two every week. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, we're a Vegas comedy duo. We've been together, performing comedy together for over 10 years. Uh, we have a lot of crazy, weird stories about living and performing in Vegas. Yes, we do. Oh, my God. And you guys have Scoop Fest as well later this year, right? Yes, That's we do a right. listener fest right here in Las Vegas at the Orleans Casino. Uh, it's crazy. Come it's, join us. Yeah. It's a great time. I think we're going to do like a pajama party opening. A There's so much stuff. party. So yeah. many new things are coming every day. Yeah, is, yeah. It's going to be. I'm so in for the pajama party. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a lot of fun. All right. We'll be part of Scoop Fest. We'll, we'll go and we'll put on some pajamas and we'll yeah. Please. Out. Please come you to Scoop Fest. You hear that, listeners? We're doing Scoop Fest. That's what we want. Do it. Yeah. So that's not till November or September? November. November. November, November 5th, 6th, and 7th. Cool. Awesome. And Yvette, where can our listeners find you? Y'all can find me at the Cybabe over on Twitter and Instagram, and of course at facebook.com slash Cybabe, where I am sciencey and snarky. And Alice, where can our listeners find you and all of the podcast places? Guys, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter. Uh, go to at TGOM Podcast. We also have a Facebook where we share articles and memes and stuff, but the Twitter, we end up retweeting a lot of people in the community so it's more interesting. Uh, but you guys could find me, Alice, at Rational Blonde on Twitter. I hate Instagram. Boom. <laughs> I, I, I run our Instagram for the most part. So I hate it so much. <laughs> I, I love the Insta. We have we run different parts of our social medias. Uh, we're both on our on uh, on our Patreon. Uh, but yeah, come follow us on all of our social medias. You're going to find all the random bits of porny and funny and filthy brain droppings we have during the day. And if you want to uh, find my recipe for butt queso, go over to Hey Scoops on Twitter. <laughs> You'll see what they're scooping up. Ooh, oh, oh no, not butt queso. <laughs> yes, no. butt queso. Alice, give in to the butt queso. We're all so oh, uncomfortable God. now. <laughs> I just pictured it because I've seen gaping assholes, assholes filled with a lot yeah. of stuff, but yeah. not queso. Why queso? Because yeah. yeah. we're pioneers. 
Well, we use Velveeta, so the shape remains. <laughs> oh, no. You bring it out and you've got hey, exact colon replica. That is what that, hey, Velveeta is what you use for some real good queso dip. It's smooth. So yep, I, I appreciate smooth. appreciate your dedication to, to authenticity. You're welcome. <laughs> Anywho. Guys, join us next week and tell all your friends. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.